All right, y'all, before I, I start this podcast off, I wanted to send my condolences to UVA and all the families that were um, in the tragedy of the shooting. We are with you guys and want to send that out to College Life. Now, back to your regular um, performance episode. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the College Life. I am your host, Cameron. My co-host, Jason, is not here with me today because he is on break. But I'm with a special guest today. I'm with... Iman Green. Iman Green. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be a good episode. Uh, Iman Green, uh, how we met. Well, number one, he was my ADP for uh, yeah. for my line and everything like that. And we knew each other before that. And we just kind of connected and grow as that. And I really wanted to bring him on here because he is an artist and yeah. everything like that. But I'm going to let uh, Iman introduce himself. Man, what's good, y'all? My name is Iman Green, uh, artist name writer name, whichever one you want to mm-hmm. call it, Iman Uzmi, and um, what's it called, yeah, I'm a junior, tech, you know, make music, that's what's up, that's write what's up. little poetry, write a little, mm-hmm. write a little short essays and whatnot, okay, yeah, man, what's our, what's our poetry do you write, you know, I, I can't even put a, put a finger on it, put a label, okay, it's like, it's a thing where, I think, whatever be coming to mind, if it's like really raw, then mm-hmm. it's gonna come out, okay, Okay, word, 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 word. I always ask this um, people that's always a guest. Um, was tech always your first choice? No. No. <laughs> what was your What was your first choice? What school did you wanted to go to? I want. I think the order was uh, was Morehouse. More. Okay, solid. And Hampton. Okay. And honestly, tech won't even on the radar until like my senior year yeah. of high school. My fo- my folks was like, yo. We're not paying for you to go to one of them schools, yo. Like, that's right. not happening. Expensive, yeah. Expensive yeah. schools right there. So I was like, stay in Virginia. No private schools. And I was like, okay. Well, I guess we want to tap. Yeah. That's that's pretty that's pretty much, I said it before, NCAP was my uh, number yeah. one choice. Yeah. And they didn't send me no bread. So I was like, guess tech, uh, yeah, I guess tech, <laughs> I guess tech will work, man. But, I, you know, I love it now here. It's a good school. Everything. So, um, so what got you into music? What was your inspiration to um, getting into music? Um, I mean, at first, it was kind of a thing where, like, me and my boys, we were just freestyling the bus back home, uh-huh. coming back home from different games and stuff. I used to play basketball, and then eventually, I was like, you know what? Let me see what happens if I try and make a song. And when I did that, then it came out um, terrible. <laughs> Terrible. The first song was bad. Oh, it was horrible. What was the, what was the title? What was the, what song's name? Is it that bad? Is that bad? I like it. The first song name was Grizos. Grizos. Uh oh. Now look, <laughs> Grizos spelled G R I Z O S. Uh huh. Was like it was supposed to mean like sauce, or basically like you him. Like if you okay. got Grizos and you him, right? I used to fuck around saying that shit. And, you know, it, it just, it, it was all right. I mean, it wasn't terrible. I was just trying to right, sound right. like Amigo, so. Okay. So, you know. How long did you stick with the name until you were like, okay, I'm going to stick with, like, you know, my original name? Goodness gracious. Artist name or the song name? Artist name. Oh, artist name? The first artist name was Mondon. Mondon. Oh, Mondon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I actually messed with that. Yeah, that joint, it was hard. Yeah, Mondon, yeah. The only reason I changed it, I changed it twice. I changed it from Mondon to Manji when I graduated. I changed it then because I felt like Mondon, it was so, it felt like a manufactured thing. Right. You know? It was like a sound 
that wasn't I wasn't really feeling the sound at the time and it felt like I was pigeonholing myself. Okay. And I had gotten some like a little bit of notoriety with that name and the sound I was putting out at the time, at least in my area. So I was like, well, if I want to start over, then I might as well just start with a whole new, new, uh, new, what would it be, person or whatever. So then I changed it from there to there. Now I changed my name again with this project. Like, okay. I, I don't know what's going on <laughs> out here, man. Hey, man, you just, you know, you eventually find like a name that you finally find solid. I like, I mean, I like your name, like your artist name now. Yeah. I, I really like that too. Um, So you produce as well. So what got you into producing? Producing? Um, too? Uh, it was a thing where I would try and find beats on YouTube, right, or uh-huh. stars and stuff like that, and I would always find that I would end up tweaking, tweaking up the beats. I'd add like a little sample in there that would make it make more sense. I'd mess around with it in the mix and make it make it sound a bit distorted and stuff. And I was eventually like, yo, you know what? My, why not? Uh, okay. Just make my own, make my own beat for my stuff, and then boom, that's what we got. They were terrible that's too. What's up. They were horrible. <laughs> Oh my god! Do you still do you still um have them the the original beats that you made or no? Oh, I do. Oh, you do? I do. <laughs> I wish I didn't, but I do. Oh man, <laughs> you should just like release a song just because. No, I should. Like you know how that's what I might do. You know how Yachty did with Poland? It was like totally bad. He thought it, it was, was bad, and he just like leaked it. Tight. I feel like you yeah. should do it. Just do it for fun. That might that'd be a good idea for real. For exactly. I might do that. Exactly. Um. So, what artists inspired you for your creativity of music? Um. Mm-hmm. What kind of like style do you go right for? now? Yeah, I think right now it's very it's it's very much all over the place. Okay, um, I enjoy Brent. I enjoy Isaiah Rashad. Okay, I love Jimi Hendrix music. Right, um, but I can't sing like Brent, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and I'm not that laid back like Isaiah Rashad. And Lord knows I can't play a guitar. Okay, so it's kind of like. Like I just do whatever comes comes to my head, right? Mm, okay. If I have a particular sound in mind, then I'll like mess around with it uh, with my voice and just keep keep doing it over and over again. And eventually, when I have a decent recording, uh-huh. then I'll play around with the mix and create the atmosphere. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um. So for your new project, Lost in Time and Lost in My My Mind, right? Is yeah. that, um. What does the title mean for you? Um, that, that's how it's literally a reflection of where I was when I created the project. Okay. Okay. Um, and how did you get in, um, second question, how did you get inspired to make that project? Uh, it was, I made the project, ironically, those, those two weeks I spent doing it. Okay. Um, I was very much, I was, I was about to go into an episode, right? Mm. Um, what's it called? And when I was about to go into that episode, I started being very indulgent. Okay. Um, I started indulging in all the vices you could think of: sex, alcohol, any like like different types of drugs. Like I was all over the place, bro. Right. Um, and because I was in that space, I it was like I was I was letting go of stuff through those vices, mm. and I decided, okay, well, if I'm already letting go of stuff through the vices, I might as well add on some music to it and capture the atmosphere that I feel like my mind is in. Right. You feel me? Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what's uh that's what's up. You know, with the with all the things that you went through during that time with that project, um, do you feel like it brought you to that creativity in that space, um 
for where you were. How do I word this? Um, did those experiences make you as a better artist now than you were before? Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, what's it called? Well, they made me more. They made me more versatile. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? I think because every single project I've done, when I come to think of it, they've been completely different from one another. Okay. And I think that's just because the mind state switches mm-hmm. around, so a different sound is going to capture it. Okay. Right? And the process of creating that sound, then that's where that's where the growth be happening. Okay, okay. And with this new project, I couldn't, like, pinpoint what style of music were you trying to, like, go into. What type of, like, style of music would you categorize, categorize yourself with this project? Because you say you go, like, different type of, like, rap and different, and different projects. So what type of, you know, category did you go with this music? Um... It was it would shift right okay so goodness gracious like the the beginning of it it starts off on like a very it's so abstracted you know it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint mm-hmm. but I put it in an alternative category not the not in the normative sense though right, right. Um, when I say alternative I mean there's no there's no real structure to it okay um, each song is supposed to feel like a completely different experience but it's still supposed to you're supposed to evoke some type of some type of emotion from it okay so like if i if i do a hard like uh what would be the word for it hardcore rock type of song right Mm -hmm. um then that one you're supposed to feel like a level of anger Mm -hmm. level of anguish right if i do something that's more like psychedelic rock type of thing then you're supposed to feel like you're kind of just flying okay floating yeah stuff like that it, it goes in different directions okay i like alternative because it doesn't put you into like a bubble and everything and yeah. especially like for black artists i feel like we are automatically categorized like as a bubble you know mm-hmm. rap is either rap or r&b it's not it's not it's, not, it's <laughs> literally it's literally nothing else so i really i really like that i really um mess with that so with your songs i've fallen for you foolish and yearning for you uh, was that a specific person that you were talking about, or was that just over, just overall experiences that you have dealt with um, in the past? It's a combination. Okay. Right? So, um, what's it called? On one hand, around the time I was making the project, actually, right a little bit before, I think a week before. Okay. Then I found out that one of my exes, the next I've been with for like a year, mm-hmm. had uh, been been engaging in some infidelity. Right mm-hmm. uh, now, I hadn't I didn't uh, been with this girl in like two years. Right? right, right, right. But originally, I thought that there was something going on. Okay, and she kind of like gaslit me out of believing that was the case. Dang. Okay, and come back two years later when she's trying to get back when she's thinking about getting back with me. Whew. And she wanted to you feel me? Oh, uh, she just wanted to be honest. Yeah. She okay, gotcha. Now, on one hand, I was like, you know what? I appreciate your honesty. Okay. Yeah. On the other hand, I was like. With other situations that happened with her in the past, I was like, yo, I don't trust you at all. So we're not, yeah. we ain't dealing with each other no more, right? right. Um, so that was one one thing that was going on. That's actually what prompted me to make Foolish. Okay. I was just mad. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Um, on the other hand, a lot of these songs they present as being about um, a woman or some girl when that woman that seems like I might be speaking to or okay. speaking of. It's kind of a, what would it be? Not a metaphor, but a but a figurehead. Okay. For like 
a particular vice. Okay. Like, I might, I could be talking about alcohol, I could be talking about a drug, I could be talking about any of that stuff, mm -hmm. and I'll frame it in the context of talking about a woman, because it makes okay. it more, more palatable. Got you, but, got yeah. you, got you. Now, that's what's up, that's what's up. Um, what, what is your favorite song on the album? What would you say, like, okay, this is probably, like, my best work that I've, you know, I've worked on? Uh, I want to say, let me think real quick, it would go, it would be in between... The last song, Circles slash Wipe Your Eyes, that's the one that I put, I think I put the most time and effort into. Okay. Um, the second one would probably be I'm Yearning For You. Okay. Yeah, I really I like that. I'm, I really mess with that. Yeah, that one has, I, I want to say that one created the best atmosphere. And then last, ooh, good guy. Ah, uh, I have no clue. Like, it's, it's between I've Fallen For You, um, No Confidential. Okay. And uh, goodness gracious, haunt me. That's the one like actual um, rock song. Right okay, there. that's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. That's what's up. Um, another question. So, when you when people are listening to this project, what do you want people to gain from this project? Um, um, it depends, right? If they're listening to a project by itself, which is the only the only way they can listen to it right now, uh -huh. then the idea would basically just be bringing them in to a world right? okay um i want them to feel the emotions and, mm. the, and the um the different states of mind that i might have been in at the time okay and be able to like like apply it to where to where they may be at be like yo i feel i've, I've been here before right um on the other hand in the context of the other work that's going to end up coming out like writing and all that other okay. stuff like that really contextualizes the project the project okay and at the end of the full piece of work that I'm, that I'm going through. This is just part one. Mm -hmm. um, the idea would be escaping that place. Okay, so it's like, place so acceptance. with this project, it's kind of like a sequel type? Yeah. Okay, got yeah. you. It's just, okay. it's just the, it's just the kind of like the start of, the start of the journey. Mm -hmm. It's the rise. You don't have to got, fall. Yeah. You feel me with that? Got you. Um, so with your creativity music, do you make music for people to relate or do you just make um, music so you can tell a story about yourself um not even both not I even usually both. Okay. Uh, for music it's it's the thing where I'm trying to air out my own grievances ooh okay right I want I might want to um, get out an emotion I'm feeling at the time okay I might want to uh, engage in my own form of little personal therapy mm, or I okay. might want to what's it called or I might want to tell a story about something I'm going through at the time okay right but I'm rather selfish when it comes to creating uh, creating music okay uh, and if people relate then I appreciate it and I do think people can relate mm -hmm. just because there's certain parts of our experiences that are going to be universal mm -hmm. so in some in some way or another people can relate to it yeah I feel like for I say I fallen for you. I feel like that was really, like, really very. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that, Terrible. like, type of, you know, type of song because you know we all been there. We all fell for that person mm -hmm. that's just like won't won't the right one. <laughs> just won't the right one, man. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like yeah, everybody. I feel like your music is very relatable and people, you know, can gain from that. Um. So with this whole with this whole music career, where do you like see yourself? Do you want to? be a big artist or do you want to be like kind of low key like what type like what do you want to grow for your art um 
I don't think uh, I ever really want to be a big artist. Okay. Like a like a Drake. Okay, uh, got like you. Cardi, uh, Uzi, nah. That's yeah. not for me. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't like being in public that much, frankly. Right. So, I'd say if I was, if the music was to, like, blow up or whatever, uh, then I think more than anything, I just want people to appreciate the art itself. Ooh, okay, yeah. Right? Um, they don't need to appreciate the artist. They don't right, need to appreciate right. the person I am. But if they can, if they can relate to the art, and it ends up gaining some notoriety from that. Then, you know, I, I can get down with that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people sometimes stray away from the art and, like, the artist itself. Like, I feel like for Drake, and I'm just using him as an example. Yeah. I feel like when sometimes when Drake just uses, you know, when Drake comes out with a project, they're just worrying about the name instead of, like, the art itself. Right. Art itself. That's how I feel. About it, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So with future, shout out TJ. Yeah, definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, shout out TJ, man. <laughs> um, so with um futures, like, what's your goat future list? Like, who do you want to work with, or or you can shout out any um artists that you know that's that's on the come up too as well. Silas, uh, people I want to work with. Uh, let's see. I'd say. I want to work with, oh man, the first one's a lofty one. Okay. If I could work with one artist though, I'd want to work with The Weeknd. The Weeknd? Ooh, yeah, nice. If I could work with one of them. They're like, I always put people, put artists into like one of three categories, right? Okay. You're either like extremely good at that particular thing that you focus on. Like The right. Weeknd is an amazing singer. Exactly. sounds like Michael Jackson. Fact. Right? Ooh. He's, he's incredible. Michael right? Jackson. I can't. I can see it. He sounds like a dark, like a yeah, like, like after Dawn. I was telling like after Dawn and all that. That was all inspired like 70s, 80s music. So I, mm-hmm. okay, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Then Kendrick, it's like he's he's an amazing t- storyteller and uh, rapper just generally. Right. right exactly. Um, then you have the people who are very abstract with their art. You got the ASAPs. Right. Got, right. Uh, what's it called? You can throw Erica Badu in there for real. Oh yeah. Bro. You got people like that. I love artists like that. Mm-hmm. And then you have the niche ones like Isaiah Rashad, Brent Fayez, Selena, mm-hmm. people like that. So I think one from each of those categories, like a weekend, a Kendrick, give okay. me an ASAP, give me a Tyler, and then give me give me Smino. Smino? Yeah. Smino's a very good yeah. one. I was just I, I was just listening to uh, his project like a week ago. Yeah. I was telling people, Oh my gosh, this is like amazing. He's so, he's such a chill, chill rapper, but was so good at the same time. Tight. Like he really takes his time on that art. Mm-hmm. Is there any like underground artists that you want to um work with? Yeah, man. There's, there's some people out here at Tech. Okay. First off, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out my boy, my boy Gary. Okay. Sweet, you feel me? He's bruh. This man, he started rapping what? Now really he's only been rapping a year. Let's like if I'm being completely honest. Oh, for he real? dropped his last project last his first project last year. Okay. Uh, and we have been working on it. It's called Poetic Pain. Mm-hmm. Yup. That joint is hard. Y'all need to go listen to that. Please go listen to that because that joint go is Go listen fire. to that. Go listen uh, to that. For real. What's it called? But he's he's got his own type of sound, right? Okay, yeah. Um, He has a different version of like a Yee, a Cardi, stuff like that. Gotcha. And it's insane because he has real substance in what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, I'd say, even though like Kabango's getting some notoriety now, mm-hmm. right? But Kabango, that's somebody I'd work with. Uh, that's what's up. Because he's... He's just so, he's so like dedicated to what he's doing. 
like the way he is about uh, rapping and music is the way I am about writing. Mm, and I find okay. that so fire. Um, then the last person I'd say, oh, there's a couple. Hold on. Smooth Don, uh, TJ the Artist, okay. um, Mo Holly. These are people from back home. Okay, gotcha. And then gotcha. out here, the last person would be uh, DeRay. DeRay. Okay. I want to shout out DeRay just because, bro, he been rapping. I remember he was rapping when I was in sixth grade. And bus, yeah, so. DeRay's a really good artist like, as well, yeah. He be, he be locked in, and mm -hmm. it's crazy because... I, I know I just can't I wouldn't be able to stay that dedicated to this particular art form mm. for the length of time he's been and he just has the same energy towards it every time I see him it's fire right right so I, I aspire towards that I respect the hell out of that's what's that, up man. that's what's up that's what's up um the big question I wanted to ask you uh because I was thinking about this when I was writing these questions and about these interview questions. So do you think artists' creativity has um, gone down because they just want a number one hit or they just want to be the next big thing? Or do you think artists' creativity has advanced throughout time? Um, it's kind of a, a two-way answer, right? Right, oh, okay. And I know, like, there's a lot of artists who, yeah, they'll, they'll like be like, I'm going to make this song so it can blow up on TikTok. Mm -hmm. um, there's certain artists who make these amazing projects and then, one clip of it gets put on TikTok like a Steve Lacey. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, that that hurt my heart. He had one of the best projects this year, and this man has become... People have turned him into a TikTok. Bro, project. those tickets are like, crazy, It's insane, bro. It's wild. So, I mean, you have both ends of the spectrum, right? So, in one area, little niche, that makes those TikTok songs on purpose. Uh-huh. Yeah, the artistry, I think, it's going down a bit because it's strictly about palating it, mm -hmm. right? On the other hand... Making your songs, like, that have, like, actual, like, you can say they have real artistic credibility to them. Making them palatable, that's an art form in itself, yo. Mm -hmm. You have right, to, right. like, the, the amount of understanding you have to hear, you have to under, you have to have for how people's ears work and what people find, um, find appealing in music and exactly. sonically mm -hmm. to make an amazing song that's, like, abstract, actually sound good to people's ears. Mm -hmm. That shit, I commend people who can do that. That's why. That's why I love like Kanye, and I love uh, and I I like like Drake, mm -hmm. and that's why I love uh, ASAP so much because they'll make the most make some abstract stuff, right, and then make it to where it's marketable. Uh huh. And that's hard to do. That's very yeah. hard to do. Um, did you listen to her laws? Mm -hmm. How did you How did you um think about it? Man, the first listen, I was turned. It was turned. Yeah, <laughs> it was good, was man. Turned. It was good. I ain't gonna lie to, like the. I've probably listened to it about seven times now. Okay. And unfortunately, like off the first listen, I thought it was such a high, high level. Okay. And now it's like striking me. It went down from like a nine to like an eight. Ooh, okay. Why did, to why, like a seven. Wow. And a half. Like, why do you think it went down for you? I can't put my finger on you it. You put, can't put your finger on it? Is I it because 21 wasn't on it a lot? That that might have been it. Okay. That might have been it. Drake might have been doing a little bit too much caring. Yeah, I was I was on the last podcast. I was saying three a.m. on Glenwood. Oh my gosh, that was what? crazy. What? That was crazy. Like people don't understand. I feel like true rap. Like for me, I like when an artist can just be on a beat and just like spit bars mm -hmm. like twenty four seven. Like yep. twenty four seven. Man, I like that. Like when Drake Middle of the Ocean, I like that too. Cause yep. Drake just going bar for bar. And I just I really just appreciate as a 
as in uh, people as a person that really loves listening to music I really appreciate when artists just do that instead of like doing all mm-hmm. you know these other gimmicks or anything like that yeah no I feel that it's wrong but yeah um speaking of Kanye how do you feel about the backlash not the backlash the what Adidas is doing to Kanye because I saw on your Instagram you had a lot of thoughts about it boy I'm gonna say this bro this is this is my issue with the Kanye situation okay right? and I'm gonna preface it okay I do not condone support the stuff that Kanye be saying I don't um he's wilding facts he needs he does he needs somebody help. to check him. He needs right? help. <laughs> he needs help. Like, oh, yeah. Desperately. Right? Desperately. And I don't think the black community should be throwing our support all behind Kanye and everything he says. Like mm-hmm. he's some type of messiah. Yeah, exactly. In the same vein, I'm not about to sit up here and act like these corporations are acting in the proper way. In response no, to him or generally, right? Like, when I see what's going on with Kanye, mm-hmm. and I look at companies like Adidas, and we can throw Kyrie in here too. I see... The GM supporting the genocide of Uyghurs over in China. Exactly. And actually funding it. Like, and I see Adidas. Adidas has sweatshops all over China. Nike, right? Nike too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I understand. So yeah. I'm sitting here like, yo, y'all are doing the most foul things. Mm-hmm. Y'all also like capitalizing off black men's uh, prominence. Uh-huh. Right. For your own for your own profit. Right, right, right. So I'm sitting here looking at it and I'm like, yo, you've been exploiting us. You've been exploiting uh, little kids in China, you've been doing all this exploitation, and then you push a man right through your through your exploitation. You push right. him to a point where he's feeling like genuinely anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. right? And then you turn around and say, "You know what? We're gonna terminate our contract with you, right? But we're still gonna use." The contributions you've given you to the fashion industry. That didn't sit well with me at all. Exactly. Because all this man hard work, he pretty much put Adidas on top. Let's just mm-hmm. be honest. Because when you think of Kanye's shoes, you, I mean, some people forget that Adidas even, I mean, Kanye was with Adidas exactly. sometimes. But he really put Adidas on top. And just to say like, okay, all right, we're going to terminate this contract, but we still want to use your ideas that... That we profit off you, which I really don't like. <laughs> this cat is That's something else, man. Da da da. But no, I feel you though. Like it's like my thing is like they're they're like what's the word for it? They're using the you know the whole thing of oh separate the art from the artist. Yeah, they're doing that to the most like in a sinister manner. Yeah, right? facts. Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. Like, all right. We don't support Kanye. We don't support anything he says. All right, cool, right? And on one hand, you can separate the art from the artist. Right. But you can't sit up here and profit off the artist because Yeezy is Yeezy because of Kanye. Exactly. Like 100%. That's that's not just a piece of... That's not like one of Picasso's paintings, right? That's not something that stands alone. Mm -hmm. It doesn't exist without him, and it's... It's disgusting, man. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's really disgusting. Yeah. I was, you know, I'm really, I'm still trying to form my opinion about everything that's going on with Kanye and Kyrie because it's such a sensitive topic now, Mm -hmm. especially on the internet now, 
Cause I don't, I don't agree. With, I definitely don't agree with Kanye. You know, been saying everything that tweet, that tweet was outlandish, and for Ky, and for Kyrie and every and Kyrie and everything, you know, that's still a tricky situation. And like in my opinion too, because you know, he sent a screenshot. He promoted the book and everything. He did not know. Oh, uh, he's well. We assume he said he didn't know what was in that movie. It was a movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's a movie. It was a movie. That yeah, was, uh, based on a book. Yeah, based on a book and everything. He didn't know. He apologized. He apologized first that mm-hmm. he didn't know what was in it, but he didn't double down because he do agree that you know black people are the original you know Jew- yeah, yeah Jewish people and everything, and you know people got mad. That he didn't apologize for the whole entire thing. Yeah. So it's just it's just really crazy because like what people are saying when black people, you know, say outlandish things, I feel like they are criticized more. Oh you yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like for me, I feel like it should be equal and yeah. everything. I feel like, okay, so when, you know, a white person or anybody else make, you know, outlandish things about other races mm-hmm. why aren't they you know like Kyrie exactly. why aren't they going yeah. <laughs> why aren't they going to counseling why uh-huh. are they not apologizing why are they you know that, those like those demands were crazy I, I can't yeah. those demands were crazy bro the demands were insane and what killed me about the Kyrie situation was I like I think I told y'all too uh-huh. I went and I was like you know what let me see what the, all the outrage is about I watched right. the movie I watched the movie. Oh, you did watch the movie? Oh, yeah. Okay. I finished it. I, 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 originally, I couldn't finish it. Okay. Right? It was like 15 minutes in. I was like, yo, this is terribly produced. <laughs> okay. But I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to finish this. I'm going to finish this movie. You're yo. the first person that I ever heard. Like, okay, I've I yo, watched that movie to like, form my opinion. Bro, it is a black Hebrew Israelite, Israelite film. Okay. Right? So, in there, basically, the narrative for black Israelites is just like, Black people are the chosen people of God. They're the original Israelites okay. um, and whatnot. And basically the idea the idea is that at some point in history, um, there was a switch. Okay. In perception of who the real Hebrews were. Okay, yeah. Right? And that switch from the black man to the white man. Mm-hmm. And in order to support what they're saying, oftentimes there's sentiments in their doctrine in some sects of black Hebrew Israelitism, whatever you want to call it. Right, okay. Um, in some sects of their uh, ideology, there's sentiments that don't even deny the Holocaust, but they play down the Holocaust, right? Okay. They'll be like, oh, Hitler said this. He said that he knew he wasn't killing the real Jews, mm. right? Okay. The claim there that is against the people who are perceived to be the real Jews. I don't know who the real Jewish people are, right? Mm-hmm. But the people who subscribe to the Jewish religion, right? The claim there is that Hitler said, you guys aren't the real Jews. Okay. But what killed me with the criticism was a lot of the stuff I was seeing on different media outlets was, oh, this film quotes Hitler in a positive manner. No. It doesn't. Okay. No, it doesn't, right? Now, the crazy claim it made mm-hmm. was that it said basically only 10% of the six million people that were said to be killed in the Holocaust mm-hmm. or the 60 million it said only like 2% of those people were actually killed now that's, that's a crazy, crazy now that's a crazy that's claim fucking insane. Now that's, that's right? actually crazy claim. so I'm sitting here like yo there's definitely some anti-Semitic, Semitic Semitic stuff okay. in there gotcha right there's certain there's certain things that are like 
generally can hurt people, mm -hmm. right? Like, um, like claims about the Holocaust, right? On the other end, I understand the broader point of it and the mm. point that it's conveyed for, I'd say, 95% of the movie right. is literally making claims about black people, mm -hmm. asking why uh, why certain things are promoted in the media, okay. like us killing each other, us talking about, uh, talking about stuff that's detrimental mm -hmm. to our community. It's asking those types of questions and then talking about biblical, biblical scriptures okay. that explain why we are the chosen people, mm -hmm. uh, the God's chosen people. Okay. That's the majority of the movie. Majority. Oh, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, Did you, you want did. to say it? Uh, so uh, the question I have, do you think the film of the majority is anti-Semitic or do you think it's a film about um, telling about how black people are the original you know, Jewish people and it has a little bit anti-Semitic things that they said. It's, um, I don't think the film itself is anti-Semitic. Okay. And the reason I don't think it's anti-Semitic is because I think the creation of the film, the creation of the book mm -hmm. is stemming from a common place for these, for these men who created, I think it was Ronald Dalton. Okay. Um, what's it called? I can imagine him going into this journey of, of black being the black Israelite, mm, okay. saying, I have had my history stripped away from me. I have no clue who my ancestors are. I have no clue where I come from. And him being like, I'm going to investigate and figure out where I come from, okay. where my people come from. And if I can find an answer, I want to present it to the world. Mm. And he felt like he found his answer in that type of doctrine. Type of, okay, gotcha. Um, and unfortunately, that doctrine... Uh, comes with certain claims about the Jewish population, the white Jewish population, mm -hmm. that make them out to be something that I don't believe they are. Or even if he was right, I don't think they would be intentionally what he's Same. claiming them okay, to be. Gotcha. Right. So um, I think it's a I think it's a film made out of pain. All right. Um, the man's hurt. I think Kyrie was hurt when he was looking at it. Mm -hmm. Um. And he accepted some of it. And in the process, you know, hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. um, he ended up hurting another disparaged group. Right. And there, there needs to be conversation about that. Facts. Okay, but the unfortunate yeah. thing is that conversation just gets shut down. Yeah. And I feel like people need to watch the movie to form their own opinion. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people haven't watched the movie. We're just going off what people are saying. I yeah. feel like for me, I was like, I'm not going to really form an opinion because I haven't seen the movie. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to like go on the internet and just be like oh this is how i feel about it because yeah. that would be kind of blinded by me because i don't know the whole entire situation yeah and i feel like a lot i feel like a lot of us humans we just jump we just jump into what we think it is instead mm -hmm. of all right let's go with all the evidence at hand to see what you know to form their own opinion yeah that's how i feel about it yeah man that's yeah. how i feel about it yeah. so man let's get into the juicy questions man are you in a relationship right now? Or are you seeing someone, man? Well, let, let, let the ladies know, man. Well, what, what, you, what you doing with your life, man? Ladies, I am single and ready to know. Ladies, nah, bro. I'm, I'm not in any, like, in the actual relationship. Okay. But I am seeing seeing somebody. Okay. You know, I'm right. seeing somebody. It's pretty, it's pretty, um, 
Yeah, I'm just saying somebody. I'm gonna keep it at that. You gonna keep, keep it at that? that? Okay, all yeah. right. So with your with your past relationships, what do you think? What are you looking for now? All the women that you have dated, talked to. What are you looking for a woman right now? Um, there's a few things, right? Okay, uh, right. What's it called? The first thing I'm I need somebody to be honest, bro. Mm. You gotta be honest. Well, actually, a lot of women are honest with they, you in relationships. Or like talking to me? I mean, the last person I dated, like actually was with, uh-huh. she was she was an honest person. Okay. I appreciate her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, before that though, it was probably like a 50-50 split. Wow. Right? That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's, that's crazy insane, to think. Right? Um, but no, nah, I need somebody to be honest. Okay. Um, before that, you have to, of course, you got to catch my eye. There's a couple different ways couple to catch different, my okay. eye. Okay. What's, like, what's your type? What's, this, what's your type of woman? Like when you walk into a room, what do you usually, you know, I see somebody pre- like, walk whoa. up to? Yeah, whoa, yeah. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Like, women, it'd it be shifting. There's a few. Okay. Like, I don't want to be too explicit about it. But I like, first off, I like black women. I only date black women. Woo! Let's start we love black queens around here, I man. Do that, right? Yeah. Um, I've noticed that most of the girls I've dealt with since I came to college have been a little darker than me. Okay. Um, what's it called? And they'll be... Around like they'll have a similar type of uh, body shape to me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um, that doesn't mean that those are the only type of people I date. Right. You know, okay. I date people who are who are built differently than me mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But usually, it's just a matter of if I find one part of you attractive. Like I can find somebody's lips to be extremely it's attractive, attractive in that. like their face structure extremely attractive. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I'll be like, you know what? I think I'm going to have a conversation with this person. Right. And if the conversation is good, if I can talk to somebody for a break, mm. oh, we can, I can fuck with you. I feel like that's kind of hard in this generation. Me oh, and Jason talk about it all the time, man. Some girls can't keep a conversation At to all. save At their all. life. And it's usually us just asking a bunch of questions except for the dialogue to keep yeah. on going. And I hate that. One that, should, that should be killing me. The one word answers, oh my gosh. I'll be like, oh, uh, what's it called? We're like... Where you went to? Where you from? Right? Don't tell me where they from. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, All right, what's it? What's it like down there, bro? I, I'll throw in like something about that area because I usually know where people are from. Right, 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 right. And they'll like give the shortest answers. Then I'll I'll be trying to find something. I ask you, yeah, like, what's it called? Oh, okay. Where What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do like five years from now? Something like that. Something you see on the damn um, on the resume. <laughs> Those twenty five right. questions. Yeah, man. but oh, I ask them something like that, bro. They'll be talking, maybe like for like ten seconds. I'll be like, "Bro, all right, why? Why do you want to do <laughs> nah, that?" Yeah, and they won't have an answer. And I'm like, "Bro, all right, I'm ready to leave. Okay, I'm ready to leave now. All right." <laughs> so good communication, honest. We're gonna do five. Th- we're gonna do five. Okay. So you, you already got two. What's the other three that you look? And okay. you can be honest. That's Just don't three. get yourself in trouble. <laughs> But you can be honest. Just hey, don't uh, get yourself in trouble. No, no, no. The third one, I'd say they have to be able to. They got. They got to know what they're doing in the bed, bro. I ain't okay. Gonna, All I ain't right. Gonna lie. Good I gotta, in bed. I got to. That's important. Right. That's important, though. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, man. So they got. They got to be good in that area. Okay. So that's three. Okay. These aren't in any particular order, ladies. Yeah. Just not in order. That that one I just named will probably be last. Really. <laughs> yeah. Um. After that, who good God, that to be understanding. Understanding, right? Mm. What do you mean by that? Go because go into detail with that. There, there's, there's a certain. I think there's a certain level of empathy you have to be, have for the person you're dealing with, right? That is true. So, 
on one hand, I might have a good streak of days, right? Mm-hmm. I might be very engaged, right? Right, right, right. But then on that fifth day or something, you might see a little bit of a dip off. Right. Right? Now, at this point, you're looking at this dip off and there's two ways you can perceive it, right? You can either perceive it as me just being like, I don't care about her, mm-hmm. or you can perceive it as me having something going on and approach me with a question like, yo, like, are you all right? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, let's talk about what's going on. As opposed to coming at me with an accusation, like, oh, you don't, you just don't care. You just don't care. Yeah, then come at me like, yo, like, like, how, how are you doing? Yeah. Right? And then if you if you ask me that, I'm gonna be honest. And then you're gonna be able to derive from that mm-hmm. why yeah. I'm not why I'm not engaging with you uh, to the extent that you want me to. So that's that's the type of I feel like yeah, I feel like that's very I feel like that's very important because when someone knows that, okay, he's clearly not off. Let me yeah. go see what's really bothering him. If he still doesn't open up, just give time because he yeah. eventually gonna open up. This is game, ladies. We give you hundred worth of games, like for real. This is this is what happens. Cause men, I specific uh, for me too. Like I be, you know, I be having good days majority of the time. But you know, <laughs> if you, oh man, this cat gonna get up on nerves, man. <laughs> but um, but if you notice like something's off, okay, he's not talking a lot. Okay, something not going, something wrong, something going on with him. Exactly. You know, just ask him. Just ask him. All right. So you got one more. You got, you got four. Oh yeah, I still got one more. I got. Yeah, you got, got one more. more. Let me think. Uh, I have. Well, I have. You said honesty, understanding, uh, good in bed, and what was the other one? Uh, communication. Communication. You got one yeah. more. All right. My last one. Any girl I'm with, she has to have a good. No, I have two. You right. have two. Okay, you can put no, two. They on actually it. go together. Okay. She has to have. A very good understanding of herself. Okay. Um, so she has to be introspective. Okay. And she also has to have a good sense of humor. Sense of humor. We right. talk about this all the time. Me and Jason talk about it. Hey, she has to understand the jokes that, that I be throwing. Exactly. Exactly. Because, bruh, I can't be over here. And I can't be, like, joking around with you and trying to have a good time, mm-hmm. right? I'm I'm throwing some little some little shots. Like I'd be like, hey man, joking. your head big as hell. Like yeah. I don't need you to be crying you know, and shit. I'm like, what? No, it's not. <laughs> exactly. It's, not big. it's like, not big. Why would you say that? Like I'm just joking. Like, you know your head big. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm still with you. Exactly. I, I still like you. I like your big head. Exactly. Right. So you feel me? They got. They have to. But I think that comes from like understanding yourself, bro. If you feel like got little things you insecure about, bro. I got things I'm insecure about. I'm skinny mm-hmm. as shit, right? Right. So, I'm, I'm going to look at that. If a girl comes up to me like, you a twig. <laughs> Yeah, damn right. Exactly. Yeah, what about it? Like I'm five nine. I'm like I'm five nine. You can call me short all you want. Talk about like, it. Like exactly. Exactly. Shout all the short kings out there. <laughs> Why you doing that? Why you do that to me, bro? Shout out to all the front of the lines. Hey man, dudes club. <laughs> Shout out my ace too, man. Shout out Ali, bro. That's like crazy. Oh man, what was the um so. With the song, I have another question. Still ties in with the relationship and everything, and your music, right? So when you're talking about someone, right? Mm -hmm. Do you let that person know, or you know, they just gonna find out when they listen to your music, or they gonna listen Mm -hmm. to the music? It depends, right? So if 
I'm in communication with that person. I'm still in communication with that person. Okay. Then I'll let them know. Right? Okay. Uh, like I remember I made this one song. That was kind of it was it was about one of my exes. Um, okay. And I told her straight up because I was I was talking about her in a way that wasn't the most um the most appealing, mm. right? Uh, which she actually deserved, but we're not we're not gonna get into <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when I dropped it, I told her like, yo, this song is this song is definitely about you. If you have any problems, you can talk to me about it. Right, right, right. Um, but now there's certain songs where the person who I'm talking about, I'm not in communication with them anymore. Mm, right. Okay. So there's no point in me like starting to talk to them again to tell them, yo, this right, right, is right. about you. Like, no, you can figure it out if you want to listen to it. If you have a problem, well, I'm still not gonna respond to your text. Cause <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking to you right. for a reason. Exactly. But yeah, so it's pretty chill. Have you ever been in like a position like? Like a girl they used to mess with or something like that, like, like hit you up on the blue, like, hey, is this song about me? Or like with yeah. your new project now, like, it's like, hey, is this about me? Or like, um, it hasn't. Oh snap! I thought it was about scratching. All right. Anyway, uh, what's it called? I don't. I want to say it's happened one time with this project. Okay. But previous projects, like the project I dropped before this, I actually took off of. Took off of all the all the platforms. Right? Mm, why'd you take it off? Because the story, the way it ended uh-huh. um, on the album, was assuming was making certain assumptions about the ex that I was talking about Ooh, earlier. Okay, got you, got you. Um, all right. That were more positive than they needed to be. Mm, and okay. I felt like I was disrespecting myself and making myself look stupid by sliding Ooh, it up. Okay, got you. So I said I'm about to get rid of this. Mm-hmm. But on that project, yeah, I had multiple long conversations with girls who had listened to it so it was only like two of them okay guys gotcha. um really well three actually but multiple long conversations explaining like yo this is what's going on in it mm-hmm. this is the space i was in when i made it and understand that whatever assumptions you're making about it mm-hmm. yo i'm letting you know now those are not the case and the way i'm describing it is exactly what i meant for it to be if you have disagreement with my description, mm-hmm. then you're just wrong. Now, you can feel however you want. <laughs> right. But you're not going to disagree with the uh, meaning I'm putting on my own music. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. I got to ask this, man. Um, I think we asked a couple guys on here, the special guest, man. What's your, you know, what's your biggest scent moment? Like, what was it? Like, a down bad moment? You were like, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed myself. Like, <laughs> boy, I ain't going to lie. You want, me, you want me to say mine first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I think yeah, I said yeah. it before. Um, I was in high school. This is like 11th grade. I was talking yeah. to a girl. Um, she was from like a different county of mine and everything like that. She was cool, chill and everything. So I went to her soccer game and everything. I bought her snacks and everything. I drove an hour to that soccer game, right? Yeah. And then we talked, we chopped it up and everything like that. And then, you know, we said we were going to go on this like date. Then next, then the following week, she's like ghosted me. I'm like, Yo. okay. And yeah. then probably like two or three weeks later, she was posting a new dude, and I was like, bruh, yeah. that was like probably the biggest sin moment I probably had. That dumb, oh, like dumb God. moment too. No, that's bad. I yeah, it was definitely eye opening though. It was definitely a learning experience for me. Nah, I feel you, bro. I, I had a moment kind of similar to that. Similar to that. Uh, what's it called? So basically. Freshman year of high school. Okay. Lord. 
So there was this girl who was my, you know, the quote, the quotes around this best friend. Mm. Um, but we started dating, right? Okay. She wanted to date. Now, I started dating this girl, and I used to have like, I used to have like a little Bible verse in front of my phone, right? Mm-hmm. Psalms twenty-seven one. I remember which one it was, which one was in there. Uh, she used to like bug me, like, "Oh, why am I, why am I not your screensaver?" Blah 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 blah. I would have said God like first. That. I was saying God first. <laughs> exactly. Right. But one day I was like, you know what? Sure, you can be my screensaver for the day. Okay. Right? For the day is so, crazy. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I put her as my screensaver, right? Okay. I was like, all right, you're my screensaver right now. Uh-huh. Then she just kept trying to ask for shit, right? She uh-huh. she want me. Oh, if she wasn't responding, she want me like spam or shit, mm-hmm. like like with like mushy shit. Now, I was like, yo, this is some bullshit at first, right? But one day, I was in the mood. I was like, yo, you know what? I want to be I want to be that type of nigga today. Right, right. right. I want to be the nigga that's showering his girlfriend in love. As right? you should. As you so should. So, she was asleep. She was asleep, I think. So, I sent her all this shit. All these, like, loving messages. I think right. about five of them. Whew. Bruh. She woke up. Looked at her phone. I'm chilling. I'm like, bro, I just did something that she said she wanted. Shit, I'm doing good out here. She responds to me like, what is this? I was like, nah. nah. Hold on. Oh, no. Hold on. But that's not where it ends, though. That's not where it ends, though. Because, bro, about two weeks later, I found out this shorty was fucking her ex. Ain't no way. Oh, my gosh. I lost my mind, bro. Words cannot describe, yo. Nah, I would have went to my villain art. Oh no, I did. Nah, I respect that. Look, look, look. She she stopped she stopped fucking around with him, right? Because uh-huh. I broken up with her. Right, 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 right. Right? And I started dealing with this other shorty. Now, I wasn't in a relationship with this other girl. Okay. It was just like we were we were messing around. Right, messing around, okay. So the girl uh who was my ex at that point, I got back with her. Mm-hmm. Mm. Around Valentine's Day. Mm. Valentine's Day comes and she takes my phone, she sees the other girl. My messages, ah, and she sees me talking about how good this motherfucker was at giving head. I was like, Whoa! She saw that. I was like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, Is there a problem? Oh, shit. Then we got back to class. She was heated, right? Uh-huh. One of my boys asked me, Oh, are you, um, you in Asia? You in Asia still dating, right? I was like, Nah, I ain't dating that girl. What are you talking about? <laughs> ah. And right when I said that, she walked right in the room, and I looked at her like, "That's the best get back story." And she was a hit. She was sick, yo. It was sad. It that was, was the best get back story. Yeah, that, was, that was a good one. It was messed up though. It, it, it was, was messed like, up. No, no, it was, it was like, messed up for sure. But I feel like I was young. You feel me? Yeah, young. Like, you yeah, chalked up to the game. Oh yeah, fourteen for sure. years old. Oh yeah, know? fourteen. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, all right, straight away from that. Um, to like in you know in the pod and everything. You can name what is your top five artists that you are listening to right now? Ooh, okay. Let's see here. Should pull it up on my phone now. Uh, I think off the top of my head, Brent's always Brent. Listen okay. To a lot. Um, next. Do you think Brent is toxic? Before we like get into no, Brent isn't toxic. Brent, thank you. Brent is not toxic. Brent is toxic. I, I feel like. Okay, this is how I explained it to a girl, right? Because, yeah. you know, we had a GBM sob and size. We had a GBM for Wasteland, right? I wish I could have come Yeah, man. That was, that, was, that was interesting, man. Because those girls, they really took that to heart. Really? <laughs> yeah, man. They took to heart. Oh, I, I explained it like this. All right. I know y'all are new to Brent, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. If you listen to his old stuff, 
he's not toxic whatsoever. He's yeah. talking about all his relationship, failed relationships, and everything like that. It's now, you can claim, oh, he cheated. Okay. If you listen to a lot of art... I, mean, I guess. If you, no. if you guess, like... If you if you go back to Kendrick, Kendrick's, like, new album, he said he cheated. So, are we going to call Kendrick toxic? Talk. No. He's telling a story. Okay. Talk about so it. So, then... <laughs> so, then, when he blew up on TikTok and everything like that, then people start picking out these things that he said on his songs and everything, and they just claim this man's toxic, right? Yep. And Brent himself, he was like... Okay, I'm gonna use this as a marketing scheme. Exactly. Because a lot of girls are messing with it. They still listen to my music. And he just used that as a marketing scheme and made a toxic album. Bro. That's a genius in my opinion. He, he, he knows the girls like his toxic music. So they like he likes shoot. Let me make some money off of it. Y'all y'all got this image on me already. I can't change it. Exactly. I can't make y'all think differently. I can get in a relationship. Y'all gonna say I'm cheating the next day. Exactly. So I'm just let y'all keep believing. I'm making me some bread while I'm doing it. And is that, That's and, smart. And if he is toxic, he did warn y'all at the exactly. end of the day. So exactly. it's your fault. He told y'all straight up. What he said? <laughs> what he said? Uh, What's wrong? Forgive me in events if I break your heart or something like that. Something like that. Like He, he said a lot of stuff on like, the new album. Like, I mean, if I tell you, like, in advance, I'm just letting you know, like, I'm going to do you wrong. <laughs> exactly. So just forgive me now. Mm -hmm. Right? Don't don't worry about it then. Because I know you won't. Exactly. But just forgive me right now. That's beautiful. That's beautiful things to say, man. <laughs> He's honestly, that is, that is honesty. We're going to think you're toxic. We're going to think you toxic anymore now. No, I'm not toxic. I'm not toxic. <laughs> They're going to think. You might think, you might say, oh, he, oh I'm not toxic. They're still going to say, oh, man. That's true. Listen to Carl's life, man. Iman toxic as hell. Then yeah, boom. Like, like, I'm going to let y'all know, ladies. I don't, I, I've never cheated. That's good. Um, I've never. Because black men don't cheat. Wait, wait, wait. I did cheat that one time. I never mind. God damn it, Iman. You messed up. Technically, I cheated that time, but I was 14 years old and, and angry. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. that's not an excuse, but it's... Yeah, for sure. But it's... Uh, nah, you cheated, it's, man. They, it's I, a reason, right? Yeah. Now, since then, I've never cheated. That's good. Um, faithful man right there. And I, I am very honest in my mm. relationships. Sometimes you might not like my honesty. Mm. Sometimes you might not like it. There's been many times. But, listen, you're going to hear the truth. And nothing but the truth for me, bro. And that's what you want. And that's why I'm saying, Brent, that's the type of man y'all want to be with. If we're being honest, <laughs> let's keep it a stack. That's the type of man you want to be with, bro. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> no. wow. Okay, so we got Brent. Okay. Yeah. So name your other, name your other four. You Another one. Listening. There's somebody who's who's always near the top. Okay. Who I'm, who I'm listening to. Okay. I don't know why. It's something about his music that okay. just does it for me. Lil Papa. I don't even know where he's from. Lil Papa. Okay, I heard of him. I heard of him. That man is nice, yo. But uh, yeah, Lil Papa. I think another one who's been near the top has been Jid. I've been listening Jid, to Cody Blue Thirty One so much. Oh my gosh, I think he got album near. That's Low my key. opinion. Low well, we gonna go guy. with that. I'm gonna ask you that question. What's your project of the year? But we are gonna finish yeah. the other two. What's the other two? The other two right now. I think I'm listening to a lot of Smino. Smino, okay. Oh my goodness, I have three. Smino, Khalid, Khalid. Um, my friend Yo Yo. She just told me. Uh, showed me his new album mm -hmm. that he put out, I think, last... No, earlier this year. Okay. And it's incredible. Like, No Miss is 10 for 10. Like, crazy. Right? Um, so, I've been listening to him a lot. And then, the last person is G Herbo. Because he just Herbo? dropped. Oh, yeah. I haven't listened to that project. I haven't listened to that project. I got to get on that project, though. That man okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, and the last question 
of today is what's the best project of 2022? Man, let's see. Who's authentic? So much because I think I think it's Jid. I think he has the best album. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Damn. Kendrick dropped Drake. Yeah, Kendrick Drake. Uh, oh, so many artists drop. This is difficult. It um, is difficult. Actually, I think I agree with you. I think Jid has the best one. I say it, man. Like, it's just it's just a mixture of skill, mm-hmm. and he can evoke an emotion so well when he really wants Facts. to. Like, it's incredible. And he can sing good too. For real, he's a like, solid he, he singer. Can sing, yo, like, it's, and it makes me happy because J Cole, he got two more albums and he's done. It yeah. is, it is makes me happy that that Jid will be the face of Dreamville. Hot take: Jid is better than J Cole. And he's been better than J. Cole ever since he got on Dreamville. I'm saying it now. Yes. That's such a hot Y'all take. Y'all can disagree. That's that a wrong take. As a J. Cole fan, Stan, I would never believe that. I'm sorry to tell you, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. I was going to tell you another day, but I was like, nah. Now I'm fine. We can discuss that. We can discuss that on private while you're hey, yo. <laughs> Nah, because this is going to be another hour. Nah, nah. Hey, yo, that's right too crazy. Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's, wow, that's crazy. Um, since you're a producer as well, what's your top five producers of all time? I'm going to like this. It goes in this order. Okay. I'm ready for it. Jay Dilla. Okay. Kanye. Kanye. Okay. Kanye. Kanye. Oh, wow. Kanye. Wow. Tyler. No, I'm playing. Ty- oh, Kanye's I'll... my fit, too. Okay. No, I have a, I have a real list, but, uh-huh. like, deadass, the list I, I present to anybody, it's always going to be... Jay Dilla is always going to be okay. at the top of my top. shit. And Kanye is always going to be the last four. He's always going to be the last four. Well, well, for real. Because he's, there's four different versions of Kanye. That is true. That is true. I, I, I got uh, the... The college dropout Kanye uh-huh. at first. That's the one who made the whole trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's it called? Then I put uh, Braggadocious Kanye mm-hmm. at third, right? That's um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Uh-huh. Then I put Experimental Kanye at mm-hmm. fourth. That is Yeezus. Yeezus, yeah. yeah. And then I, I got to... I gotta put gospel Kanye in. Gospel, yeah, oh, for sure. Like it, it's like, cause he, that's that's Sunday Sunday uh, Sunday service choir. Mm-hmm. Like I, when you can do those four different things, that's incredible. So my biggest question: so no Pharrell. I should have said Pharrell, but Pharrell. no Pharrell can say that six. For GNA, damn. Low key the Dr. Dre. Nah, Dr. Dre will never crack my top Ooh. ten producers. Metro Boomin, nah. Metro Boomin, he'll crack my top ten, but he ain't gonna, he gonna, he ain't gonna. Ooh, okay. Okay. Low key, um, what's Brett's name, yo? He's the one who, he's the one who produced most of uh, Tepemba Butterfly. Oh my gosh, he's fire. He's fire. Like uh, if I was, if I was, in, if I was in bullshit with my list, he'd be in there. He would be in there. Hold on. Uh, what is that man's name? I can search it up right quick. Tepemba Butterfly produce producers. Uh. Boy Wonder, Boy Wonder, Boy Wonder, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Boy Wonder, Boy Wonder is, he's, he made, yeah. he's in my that's my favorite, that's my favorite album of all time. So yeah. to build, to build, to butterfly. So he's in my real top five. Okay, um, and goodness gracious, bro, who does a lot of production for, um, for not? Oh my gosh, what is that man's name? I'm forgetting people's names and stuff. 
Uh, yeah, I, don't, I can't give the name of bro. But there's somebody who does a lot of uh, production for... Who is it, bro? Who is it? What artist? Griselda? I don't know. It's not, it's not ringing a bell. It's not an artist. I can't think of who it is. But yeah, but that's a but that's a fire list. But fire list. Yeah. Right, one last question. I like. But uh, what advice would you give young artists that are trying to make it into the music or want to start making music? What What's the advice that you have to give them? Um, and producing too, since you're a producer as well. Yeah, I'd say for young artists, um, if you're rapping, if you're singing, uh, there's two things you can do. Mm -hmm. And and I'd say choose a route early. Mm. Either decide that you're going to be able to do a lot of different things. And if you're going to be able to do a lot of different things, a lot of different genres, mm -hmm. then go ahead and like study different artists. Like listen to their stuff and actually dissect why people enjoy it. Right. And that's how you know how to, how to one, imitate it, but more so put your own spin on it and uh, make something that a lot of people will like. Now, if you're making art just for the just for the art's sake, mm -hmm. um, I'll say the best art always comes from you reflecting what is uh, what's present within you, right? Okay. So, if you're trying to make art for art's sake, bro, like look inside, introspect, understand yourself, understand why you're the way you are, mm -hmm. and you don't have to necessarily speak to that just bring people into that space mm. and you do that by literally reflecting what is right up here you know, that's like that's, you know? Mm -hmm. that's yeah. good advice that's good advice oh do you want to do any shout outs before we end this uh yeah man shout out shout out tj olaleka on live watching tijani yeah shout <laughs> out my boy club what up shout out, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. yeah shout out let me think shout out my mama it's her birthday right now happy birthday mama yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Who else am I gonna shout out? Oh, shout out, Yo Yo! Ah oh man, I shouldn't call her Yo Yo. Adam, mm -hmm. uh, go follow her at Who Is Adam? Mm -hmm. e, that's Who Is E D O M. You feel me? She's she's an artist. She makes beautiful art. Mm, that's the um, one that you've been posting. Uh -huh. She does make fire art though. Y'all go check her out. Bro, she is she is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like like what I've just been describing, she's the definition of doing that. Yeah. Mm, like, got that you, got you, got you. Um, and then. I want to shout out Suede, who I've already shouted out, but y'all go check out his stuff. And lastly, my boy, um, my boy Johnny at Real Johnny. He's a photographer. Mm, okay. And that type of that type of artist y'all was talking about, he does it. He's exactly like that, bro. Gotcha. He's exactly like that. Gotcha. So yeah, man. That's what's up. That's what. Well. well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. My name is Cameron, and thank you, Iman, for coming out. We really sure. appreciate y'all. Appreciate you for this uh, special episode. Um, Jason will be back um, two weeks from now because we are going on Thanksgiving break and we won't be together. So yeah. Uh, look out for two weeks. We might have a special guest. We might not. Just yeah, um, yeah. be on the look, <laughs> be on the lookout for that. But make sure you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other listening platforms for the Cause Life. My name is Cameron, and this is the Cause Life, and I am out. Whoop. Nice.